Hello and welcome to SEO is Not That Hard. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com. These solutions are one of the questions people ask online. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about why pages, rather than posts, work better for building topical authority when using WordPress. Last week, a uh, listener to the podcast and also a customer of keywords uh, people use contacted me and they were just struggling with um, how to set their blog up, uh, their website up for um, topical authority. They'd written a lot of really great content and it was all in press posts and it was on a blog roll. Now, the thing with posts on WordPress is um, they are shown in reverse chronological order on a blog page. So the newest content, i.e. your latest posts, are shown at the top of the lists. So this kind of chronological display means there's no real relation between the posts by default. It also means it's hard for people to discover uh, related content on your website. And this also translates down to when Google looks at your website, it's not going to see the relationship between um, posts on similar topics. So while the content was great, the kind of the relationship between the content wasn't there. And also it was hard for for users and for Google to sort of see the posts in context of each other. So while the content that was written was really good, evergreen, um, topical content, the site architecture was all wrong. Now, before I get into the next section, if you haven't listened just a few episodes back, episode 37, which came out on December the 4th, Site Architecture for Topical Authority, it's worth probably going and listen to that if you're not already familiar with um, the concept of pillars and cluster pages. But if you are familiar with all that stuff, then great. So if we're going to set up a WordPress site for topical authority, we want to put our content that is our evergreen topical authority content into pages. And the reason we want to use pages rather than posts is that pages have a parent-child relationship. So you can have a page, which you can set up as as a pillar page at the top level, and then you can have child pages off that pillar page. And then conversely, you can also have each of those sub those child pages can have their own child pages and, and you can carry that relation that parent child relationship all the way down. So it helps you create a really rich architecture for topical authority relating posts and their cluster pages to each other and linking them to each other with breadcrumbs. So this allows you to make an architecture where your content is timeless and evergreen where people can easily browse through a navigation structure to find related content to each other. And the same thing with Google. Google can also relate different parts of the site and different cluster pages and pillar pages to each other to build up that authority between themselves. That's not to say that I don't recommend using posts at all, but if you're doing posts, they should be really bloggy type content, content which is um, maybe time limited. It could be if you've got a sale on, if you're an e-commerce site, or it could be if you're a review site, reviewing um, something that's going to be short-lived, something that doesn't necessarily relate to anything else. But we've got content that's designed to rank for the long term, that evergreen content, which most of your content really should be. Um, then you'll want to put it on on pages and sub pages and child pages, um, so you can build that um, pillar cluster page type architecture that will build topical authority. Now, if you're starting a new from scratch, that's great, easy. You can just start off with using posts, setting your hierarchy up, 
and there's no real other SEO implications to think of in the, in the first instance because you're starting on a fresh new site. But if you've got an existing site, there's a few things that if you're going to look at moving from uh, some of your content out of posts and into pages that you'll want to think about. Now, the actual process itself is can be quite easy. There's a few, if you just Google for um, WordPress move posts to pages and vice versa, um, there are lots of... Um, really good plugins i'll actually do this for you and let you switch um content types um so you don't have to start again like the guy was helping out he got over 100 posts that he created and his first that was i'm never going to be able to recreate 100 posts it'll take me ages and it was actually i showed him a, um, a plugin that could do it and he just started pretty like brilliant i can just do this and he was starting shifting over straight away um now when you do move them over you obviously also need to use a 301 redirect to tell Google and the search engines that the content has moved from one URL pattern to a new URL pattern because the URL pattern will change when you go from a post to a page because with pages don't have timestamps in the URL by default, whereas um, posts do. So you need to make sure that if you're moving content around that's already been indexed, that you use a 301 redirect. Again, there are lots of plugins out there that can help you handle 301 redirects on WordPress. Just, you know, Google is your friend here. Just Google WordPress 301 domain plugin um, and it will, yeah, there's plenty of options there to help you sort that out. Again, if you are nervous about um, moving from um, posts to pages, you don't have to do it all in one go. It's the kind of thing that you can do bit by bit, sort of drip feed, um, drip feed um, existing posts into pages, do it bit by bit bit by bit just to make sure that you don't if you're worried about any effects that might have on Google in the short term you know just moving a few pages at a time and doing it over uh, spacing it out over time can, can be an absolutely perfect way of doing it but yeah just to reiterate that if you are going to move uh, post two pages make sure you use a 301 redirect if you don't know what a 301 redirect is then um, episode 39 um, which I published on the 8th of December on this podcast um, talks through what 301 redirects are and why you need to use them. So that's just making sure that you are telling Google, I've moved this page or this post and it's this is its new URL. Um, so yeah, just that's the key. That's the only key thing to be sure you do. If you've got questions about how to do this and especially about how to do it on your own site, do feel free to get in touch. Like I say, the guy who helped this last week, he just dropped me an email and said he was struggling and I just said, share me the URL. And then I did a few little short five minute videos um, where I just stepped through his site and sort of made suggestions and the things that I would have done differently. Um, and we just did a few little back and forth like that. And um, I, you know, I think it's going to be really valuable for him. And I'm, I'd be happy to help other people. So do just get in touch. Um, you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com or you can get hold of me on Twitter. I'm at channel five. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Subscribe and share. It really helps. SEO is not that hard is brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch, have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter, or you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now, and see you in the next episode of SEO is not that hard.